What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Screencast. I'm your host, Nick Scarpino, alongside the movie bros herself, Joey Noel. Hello. Please don't make fun of my comically tall mic. You're the only person that <laughs> notices this comically. T- you're like so like worried about this mic. Head. Joey, I didn't I notice like how it. tall it is. Can you put it between your legs so that it's like around your chest area? Go get yeah, moose. I want to see how tall it is compared to Tim's dog. This is because if you hadn't said anything, I would just think, oh, it's really close to the frame. Let me see if Gia's on a call. It's Gia on the call. I That's have fine. a feeling uh, it's, it's pretty close to Moose's overall size. And joining I think us, it's, of course, it's, that it's other voice is Kevin, the big dog, Coelho. Oh, oh. Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Joey, you started the stream off by saying, like, oh, you don't like this new mic that Tim gave you, this new mic stand that Tim gave you or something like that. And I just yeah. I feel like you have a complex about this. Do we need to have a therapy session about this? Right we now? do. So here's the thing. Tim broke his mic the other day. He pulled the cord out. It bent the, like, pins inside the port. I've been there. Something, something, something. <clears throat> so he's like, Joey. Can you go get your mic? I was like, yeah, absolutely. I only use it once a week. It'll be fine. Then didn't know he was going to put it on this like stand thing that he has. Because apparently his desk is short or his. I don't know. I can't decide if his setup is shorter or if I'm just shorter and how this all works. But his, his everything else has to be taller too. Shorter. It's got to be both, right? Like his table has to sit a little bit lower. He's a little taller than you probably. Yeah. And he can probably adjust his chair, whereas I don't have an adjustable chair. Well, also remember, his. I think his camera is shooting down at him as well. So that, oh, yeah. That his camera is like way up here. Yeah. And my camera is like right there. Well, what I like about yours, though, is you're sticking with the rose gold theme, which I hadn't I noticed know. before. But now you can actually see it. And it's a nice little set piece. Thank you. And you, sound, and you sound fine, so it's good enough. Everyone's uh, mic is chat. like color was either picked by them or picked by me f- thinking of them. What color is yours? Mine's black, but oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, there's You're one in the studio that's like a charcoal gray. The little one. And I'm though. like, that would be dope. It's a little yeah, one. It's too small, though. Yeah. I like, I'm I like, a, I like either black or charcoal gray, like when, I, when I'm picking colors because, Kevin, I love color, but I'm scared of change. And that's the most important thing. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is Screencast, where each and every week we bring you all the fun news in movies and TV and streaming. And oh boy, has it been fun doing this show over the last four months with absolutely nothing coming out or everything getting pushed. But <laughs> finally, we have some great news today. Of course, before we get into that, we're going to talk, uh, we're, we're going to give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Mohammed, Mohammed, or Mo Squared, and Al, the Predator Tribesman. You guys have been with us since day one. Uh, at least this year, and we love you very much. Thank you for holding that down. Remember, if you guys want to be Patreon supporters or you want to be a part of this show at all, go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny, uh, and you guys can back us at the $1 or above tier. $5 gets you the ability to write into the show and let us know what you want us to watch on the Nick list or just write in random comments, and sometimes I read them, and I giggle to myself, and then I forget to put them on the document, but know that they all go up here. They're all just noodling around <laughs> up here. Uh, some housekeeping some housekeeping before we get started uh if you guys want some fun kind of funny merch go over to kind of funny.com slash door and check out what we got like the ps i love you shirt uh the super porty shirt and i think you can still get this beanie that i'm wearing right now and if you're asking yourself nick why are you wearing a beanie right now is it that cold in san francisco no i just got tired of wearing hats and i didn't want to do my hair so i just threw this beanie in there and i think it fits with the old dj vibe that i'm going on like i still have the dream joey of one day being a great dj but I still ha- I I have to go do someone's DJs. quinceanera. He does. What? He does hate I thought you hated DJs. So here's the thing. I hate DJs, but I like looking like a DJ. Okay. But not a DJ like I'm going to go out and DJ, like DJ Khaled DJ, where he just really – he's more like a producer, but they call him the DJ. But That's he's more like of actually like a stage elevated. name. Yeah, you know when like, – like when – yeah. Like okay. you know, in like in like in like in Vietnam, Joey, you'll 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 follow me on this. When okay. like the sergeants were really the ones that led the platoon, but they just had to pay homage to like whatever lieutenant, and you'd go to sergeant like you're really the lieutenant. 
but we're calling you Sarge. That's what DJ Khaled is. He's really the producer, mm. but they just call him DJ, which is like a lower level thing. Does that make sense? Not really, but I'll go with cool. it. <laughs> I just watched that. Uh, I was uh, listening to. Were you watching uh, Platoon Stone. or something? Or well, no, I, well, yeah, actually, I watched Platoon last like two weeks ago randomly because I hadn't seen it in forever. And then uh, wrote, I guess uh, Oliver Stone wrote a new book, so uh, he's making the rounds on the podcast. I heard him on Rogan, and he was talking about like how he drew a lot of. Um, a lot of the inspiration for Platoon from his own experiences in Vietnam, including the sergeant, the two sergeants that he had interacted with, uh, went into be the Barnes and Elias characters. If you've never seen Platoon, it's very, very good. In fact, that might that I would put that on a Nicholas, but it's very intense. So I don't know if it's you guys really would intense. want to watch. Uh, that. Yeah, I don't know. If that's a good decision, just because it's that's like a powerful movie that uh, you know it's very intense. a lot going on. Can I can I make a confession? Speaking sure. of powerful movies that might not be a good fit for the nick list yeah i've still never watched saving private ryan oh, oh shit it's really good joey it's i really mean good. i'll i can honestly say without needing to watch it again that it's good good but yeah yeah it is a it is probably <clears throat> i would say it is um i would say it's spielberg's best movie he's ever made i would i would think how do you feel about et because I feel like there's something magical about E.T. that, like, you know, it came out and it's like aliens don't always have to be evil. Sometimes we're um, bad guys. I don't e. love E.T. I probably saw when I was, like, four and it scarred me for life because there's that one scene where he dies and goes yeah. gray. Yeah. And I was like, what and all the, the literal fuck the are you letting me watch, God. Mom? That was such Hate a messed it. up scene. Kids get chased with guns. And, and then, you know, this is how fucked up it is. Later, when they go back and re release it, they were like, that shit was too intense. We got to put walkie talkies in their hands. We can't have kids getting chased down on their bicycle with shotguns, with federal employees that have shotguns. Uh, of course. They got rid of the cigarettes, too. Did they? Well, that's always that's always unfortunate. Always like, yeah, I know it's unhealthy for you, but cigarette smoking in movies is always It looks so cool. cool. It's so cool looking. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we have all sorts of fun perks if you want to join our platinum tier. I'm not quite sure what it is this month, and I'm going to put Joey on the spot. Joey, what's the platinum tier for this month over on Patreon? Uh, Do you remember? I, I don't know where it is, but it's the cyberpunk prints for the next three months. Oh, We're doing the, the Panda Musk cyberpunk And they're on the That's cool awesome. metallic paper. They're somewhere in my room. Oh, you're going to want these. Your friends are they're already really cool. jealous when you the get The first month is going to be Greg and Andy. Oh, very, oh, so we're doing two per month? Except for, the there's only five of them. So I am doubling. Normally, we just do one print a month, but because they're so cool and I don't want to stretch it out over five months. Well, the one with I'm me and Kevin is double them. the fun. So yeah, that's the best one. Am I right, Kev? High it's five. good stuff. It's good stuff. Panda. Panda. <laughs> Should I organize them so that the kind of honeys ones goes out with yours? Yes. With mine? With yours sure. and Kevin's. That's yeah, going to be yeah. the hell best. Yeah. That's we for sure the, the best. screencast crew together. That sounds fun. Yeah. No. I like that. Let's do that. That's the best uh, combo and of course, for sure. That's the best. That's the power combo, as they're going to call it from now on. <laughs> uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you by our lovely sponsors, MeUndies, ExpressVPN, and HelloFresh. But we'll get to that later. Uh, let's kick it off with some news, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. This is not going to come as any surprise to anyone that's been following uh, the ordeal that Christopher Nolan has had trying to get Tenet into theaters. But turns out, Joey, if theaters aren't open, you can't show your movie. And uh, that's what they're running up against. Again, this article comes – or this uh, news line – Excuse me. This news story comes from Variety. It says Warner Brothers has removed Tenet from its release calendar, delivering a big blow on the exhibition industry at a time when movie theaters are, have hoped to peg their reopening in the late summer uh, debut of Christopher Nolan's sci-fi. Uh, though necessary, given the mass uncertainty over which uh, when cinemas across the globe can safely reopen, the discussion further complicates Hollywood's already bumpy plan to, revi to revive movie-going. Tenet, of course, was originally scheduled uh, to debut on July 17th, but was pushed back to July 31st and then August 12th, and now it's unclear 
uh, when it's going to come out. But uh, hopefully the studio expects to, re- to say a new release date soon. Here's what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Just stop saying release dates until it, you know. He really he- wants this to be the big movie that like brings back movie <laughs> theaters. But like we're so far away from that. that it's like yeah. you, you got to just for now just understand it's not going to be like you're you're trying to predict something that like we still have no clue like wait till it's closer and then be like okay it's coming out next month it's gonna be next tuesday guys like if you want to be the first one out does it benefit from like like how much like leadway do they need really for a new release date for a new release date as far as like promotion promotion. stuff like that not much, considering every week there's a story about Tedit, which, by the way, is built-in promotion, and everyone knows about it at this point. And the fact yeah. of the matter is, but again, it has nothing to do with the movie itself. It's the, it's a public safety issue. How safe are totally. people going to feel going back to theaters in August? Not. They're not going to feel safe. Coronavirus is surging. We've got daily. We're breaking daily records on the new cases reported. People are not going to feel good enough to go. I don't care if they're you're sitting in the theater six feet apart from each other. I, I think I, I just don't think it's a great idea right now. And I think I think. You're pu- he's pushing it, and it's going to ultimately lead to the movie being a flop, which is not good because I'm sure, just based on everything I've read and seen about it, it looks freaking amazing. Yeah, I can't imagine that it's less than good. It's going to be. I mean, it, it's freaking. Yeah. It, it, it was originally slated to go out. What, what did you say? What was the first date? The first date it says here was July 17th. Yeah, so that was um, last week. Um, that was I, last week. And then they said they pushed it back once to the 31st, and then the 12th they was just the, keep pushing the it one they weeks. just pushed. Yeah, I um, yeah. I opened up my calendar, my iPad, uh, last week, and um, it like hadn't updated in a really long time because I never used that calendar to like look up stuff, right? It, um, and it was crazy to see it be like, oh, tenant. And it was like, oh, man. In another... You know, reality, we have watched this movie, or we were supposed to have watched this movie. It's crazy that, that we haven't in, like, this year. Like, it's interesting that we've done some of those limited releases, uh, but it's just too Dragon bad that, Alien. like, there's been so many movies that we were, like, hyped for that it's like, yeah, so we just wait. Yeah. I, I mean, will the thing give... is... Go ahead, Joe. Oh, so I will give, like, now, of course, hindsight being 2020, like, universal with just pushing fast nine like a full year i remember when that first happened we all it seemed crazy that they would just right out of the gate push it a full year but then after seeing like what they've done with this and like a lot of other ones it's like well at least you established at the very beginning like i'm claiming this date like there was no like none of this game for it and it seems like that has been the smarter call as we've gone forward in the summer right because you do have to wonder right like at a certain point obviously we're all huge christopher nolan fans well i'm looking forward to this i think the cast looks phenomenal i don't know what the hell's going on with the time stuff but it sounds cool and it's super it's so christopher nolan gimmicky Mm -hmm. that i'm like i'm in yeah but at a certain point you have to imagine that to the general public they're going to get tenant fatigue where you keep talking about it and you keep previewing it and you keep putting it out there and at a certain point people are just gonna be like ah i don't don't, you know either release it or or shut up i I don't think people are aware if anything like if trailers are running on tv constantly which you know i don't watch tv how many people are like in our you know age bracket are watching tv i i don't think that the number's super high so i don't know that people are like you know seeing this all the time and caring Mm. I'm seeing a lot of, uh, of it on YouTube, but it's because I keep telling my phone to show me Tenet. I just say Tenet, 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 <laughs> and then it just listens to me and shows me. God, cool. I could totally imagine you doing that. Just, tenet. 
Hey, man. Watching you gotta, you gotta, another, be, the same gotta, trailer over again and just being like, cool. You got to be the change you want to see in the world. Uh, yeah, next news story. That. Actually, we're going we're gonna to skip the second one. We're going to come back to that in a second. But speaking of movies that are doing it right, Bill and Ted's Face the Music announced this morning with a new trailer, by the way. Did you guys get a chance to watch that trailer? I did. Uh, yes. Okay, yes, we'll I did. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Uh, the trailer actually accompanied an announcement saying that Bill and Ted's coming to VOD. Uh, while at the same time, it, I think it's going it to be released uh, in some cinemas. But I think if we're lucky, September 1st will be the day we see the Wild Stallions mount again. Uh, this comes from Hollywood Reporter. says the Wild Stallions will travel a different route this time around due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Bill and Ted Face the Music will bypass a traditional theatrical release and debut simultaneously on premium VOD and in any cinemas willing to play the threequel on September 1st, Orion Pictures, which I fucking love that they brought the Orion Pictures brand back for this, um, confirms the shift early Thursday when releasing when they released that second trailer as well that we watched uh, for virtual Comic-Con panel. I forgot Comic-Con's happening right now. Right. Whatever. Yes. Yeah, correct. Now, so before yeah. we started, we were talking about an in-review that you were hoping to get going because you enjoy those and you want to do this particular one that mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention. Yeah, Tim, Tim's a coward. But we should definitely do this. Like this should be. Oh, you might have it. Yeah, oh, we I'm should, saying absolutely. we should for sure do this. We like. I'm looking at the calendar. It, we'd we'd have to. So the movie comes out September 1st, which is a Tuesday. We do it on the Wednesday so that give people yeah. time to watch it. Yeah. Because like, I like that trailer a lot. Many, it, it looks like it's weeks? gonna have problems. It lines up perfectly with the end of Nolan. Bananas. Oh, does it? Does it really? It does. Because the last Nolan one is on the 18th. So then we do the 25th. But oh, Nolan, no, we'd be short one. Nolan movies are on Tuesday. Typically. But we could double up. We could double up a week. Um, we should talk to Tim about this. I would love to lead the Bill and Ted's in review. And I'm sure it would be our highest. I think it'd be so fun. I would love to. I think it'd be really fun, honestly. too. Yeah. Because so here's the thing. The if we're ever going to do it, anyway. we should do it now. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm really close no to rewatching we're going to care them. about it. Yeah. Can you, uh, Kevin or Joey, right now, while I go on to the next news story, can you just uh, slack Tim about that and then tell him he's a coward if he doesn't do it? Just make sure you use those words. On it. Okay. Thank I can I awesome can text case. him he's a coward. Uh, well, that's okay. He just knows that. Uh, okay, I won't. If you guys are out there watching, of course, and you're backing this on Patreon, let us know if you guys want us to do a, a Bill and Ted's interview. Um, uh, you guys can send those through on Patreon when – However the hell that sequence works of events. Uh, but that would be really, really cool. The trailer for me hit on all cylinders, just so everyone knows. Um, the first teaser that I watched, the first trailer they released, I was like, I don't know about this. But this one has uh, Samara Weaving. I believe that's her yeah, name. Yeah, right? yeah. I forget the other actor's name. I looked it up. But I totally forgot it. As their daughters. And it got an audible laugh out of me at 730 in the morning. And I was drinking my morning coffee. When they go to hell... And he's like, and, and and Keanu Reeves is like, oh, you guys are in hell. How, how are you doing? And they're like, well, we're in hell. And he goes, yeah, but how are you doing? And they go, oh, we're awesome. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm in. There, I'm in on this movie on so many fucking levels. There, are, there are some problems in the movie where, like, yeah, you see certain actors. And, like, I'm not a big fan of, uh, you know, the girl that came from the future in the movie uh i can't remember her name oh yeah i know you don't like that actress's name yeah well i just or the think actress i forget her name she like tries really hard like Anne she, hathaway no that's no. not you know, that's not true uh, i'm looking but, i'm looking it up right now so we can so but we can like here. look at that Boom. overall i was like dude i'm so in for this story like it, 
I'm very, very excited, and that trailer did a lot of good things. There were a couple moments where I was like, some of the, and, like, I really, really like the Weaving Girl. Like, I think I've been watching, she's been in a lot of movies I've seen randomly, and I'm blown away by her. Like, she's just really good. Like, she was in Guns Akimbo. And, like, oh, was she? she? Yeah, she plays this, like, really crazy, just murder machine. Um, and, like, it's a very different character than what we've seen before. And, like, she was cool. She was My touchdown for her was the movie that we watched two weeks ago on uh, The Nicholas, which was where she's the Ready bride. What's Ready that? Yeah, Ready, Ready or Not. Ready she not. was phenomenal in that. Right. Uh, she's so good. Kevin, the actress that you're referring to that you don't particularly care for is Kristen Skull, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, which I forget what she's in. She's been in a bunch of stuff. I think she's funny. Oh, but I will she's say in that... Flight of the Conchords. That's right. Oh. Um, and maybe what we do in the shadows. Maybe I feel like she runs probably in that group, what we do not. in the shadows. Yeah, probably. No, uh, but I will say this. I don't think for, so. If, if you feel like she's going to take away anything, don't forget that Jillian Bell is also in this as their therapist, and she's a damn comic assassin. She, if you remember correctly, my first time seeing her, she was in uh, Twenty Two Jump Street, and she plays like the the villain, one of the villains. She's so fucking funny. Jillian, this Bell? movie's perfect. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. super funny. She's so funny. So that like super Jonah Hill style, dry. Like she's part of that Jonah Hill troupe. God, yeah, they're yeah. funny. They're funny. I'm in. Yeah, she has a good I'm way, of, like in. a good delivery with her humor. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. The only and thing I, just, I know about Bill and Ted is what we talked about last week when I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But this is like fun, campy-ish humor that like seems perfect for summer. It does so. make me a little sad that they're failures. Because it's one of those things like, oh, you just they're gonna be successful. And it's like, oh like Well that I mean they're gonna they're gonna pull it out in this one, maybe. Who knows? But that's that's what's so fun is it's watching Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter step back into those roles and it's so silly and it's so it's such a dumb idea that they're doing it now. But it just for me, I hope it works. Also, my the worst case scenario for me is I feel like it's like barely a Netflix original movie. But best case scenario is that it's just it's something beautiful and fun, and we all need that right now. And thank you again. Just just proves to me that Keanu Reeves is really just a saint, and he should have statues everywhere, and we should all worship him. Stills in the article that you posted, he looks like a wax figure. Like there's something that looks like I don't understand how he looks so young. Which way in the the article? In the Verge article you put in Slack. Yeah, he's beautiful. So Alex it's Winter just looks so good crazy. too. I feel did like you he also looks... did. You see that Alex Winter was on Animal Talking with Gary Whitta? Was he really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I first. I are you guys serious about this stuff? Because I don't watch any Gary Whitta concept. No, I'm 100 percent serious. He had Brie Larson on. You know, he invited He's me to Brie go Larson on. on tonight. But like, I don't understand. Like, am I gonna have to buy this game? I'm not playing this game. Animal Crossing? Yeah. No, you can just watch it on Twitch. No, no, no. I if I if I go on his show, do I have to buy the game? No. If you don't have the sh- if you don't have the game, they have other ways that you can be on Animal Talking if you don't play Animal Crossing. You just stand outside of Gary's window and scream at him. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> That'd be fun. No, uh, that's next- what Leah does. She'll like she puppet does? your and make a character that looks like you. If you don't, oh, I don't want to make Leah do work though. That's fine. Uh, next news story. Wait, wait, no, no, real one. quick, real quick, because like I actually disagree with you guys. I think Keanu Reeves looks really weird without a must uh, beard. And like I'm, I maybe that's what it is. I, like it's the no beard and long hair. It, it's I think it's such a bad look because like the long hair obviously looks really cool in John Wick, right? W- yeah. Like with his heavy beard, I just think that he, it makes him look so old having that same look from when he was a kid. 
Uh, and they well, you know what it is. It's not the long hair. It's the point, lack right? of gray in the hair. This is what always gets me is when they decide to make them look a little younger. They always dye the hair. And the dye job always looks like when you see those like, uh, like gray for men. You know, like your beard yeah, 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 is distinguished. Yeah. Like Do you want to look black, 20 years yeah. younger? But so like your eyes are still the eyes of a 60-year-old man. But your beard it's is like, like jet black. And, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's always off-putting. I mean, you have to have a little bit of gray. I wish they would have let him have a little bit of gray. But yeah. You know what? At the same time, it's Keanu Reeves and he can do no wrong. So maybe we're the ones that are wrong. He's the one that's right. I don't, that's how I have I don't recognize the daughter. He's got a little gray down. If you look at the little the thumbnail for the trailer. Yeah. The daughter, I don't know. I don't know his the daughter. Keanu, I yeah. I, like her face looks really familiar. And there's a screenshot yeah. here from Action Point. I haven't seen this movie. Oh, but I want mm. to. Oh, that's the one that's yeah, a... about the theme park that's super deadly. Yeah. Right? Johnny Knoxville movie. No, great. That's what we need. More she was in Oxford. Downsizing. I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to remember Nobody anything about movie. Downsizing. I have to assume uh, that she was... Shell, that's like a I poor really man's like. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> you know... No, it, it was nice. so bad. It's so Nailed bad. It. I know. I know. I know. Uh, let's move on, guys. Uh, next news story is comes from Vulture.com, and this just is the icing on the cake if you guys know what i'm talking about dave franco to play vanilla ice in a biopic oh i see what this you did there is <laughs> perfect dave franco is following his older brother's footsteps uh and starring in a biopic for someone who's usually the butt of the joke first off if anyone uses vanilla ice as the butt of the joke near me sir you're going to get thunder and lightning okay and we're i'm going to drive you over to the store and buy you a fountain beverage because i love making fun of vanilla ice also uh rob van winkle Wait. is his real name aka <laughs> Vanilla Ice Insider reports that Franco has signed on to play the 90s rapper in uh, almost July 4th concert thrower Vanilla Ice. I don't understand that. Uh, in To the Extreme, a biopic chronicling the rapper's rise from a high school dropout selling cars in Dallas to having the first hip-hop single to top the Billboard charts with Ice Ice Baby. Uh, the definitive 90s era Cinderella story. Now, he didn't make any money off that, right? Because it, the beat was uh, from Queen uh the beat is stolen from under pressure i yeah. don't know i imagine he i mean i assume the 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 production company or the label helped him license that that so he can make a little bit of money but he toured for a long time and if you remember he also did a song for ninja girls 2 yeah go ninja go ninja he was go, also right? in Wasn't the that? first season yeah. of surreal life and i, th I it might have been oh that's like a vh1 reality season. show right yeah and it was great was it, it on was... celebrity rehab too I don't, I don't know, know if he did rehab that. or not, but, but you know what's funny is like I just I always think when I see Vanilla Ice that he's just he just seems like a happy go lucky guy. Am I crazy? Really? No, yeah, you're crazy. Yeah. At least I don't know from what I remember from uh, Surreal Life, which uh, at least the seasons that I watched, and I don't really watch uh, reality TV, were phenomenal. the The aspect is they get a bunch of people that like whose careers. I mean, Vanilla uh, Ice, you know? Oh, you see, yeah, Surreal like guys okay. like yeah, I've seen, I know yeah, this really. Yeah. Isn't that where Flavor Flav yeah. comes from? Yeah. Wasn't well, he on I that mean, with no, Brigitte he, Nielsen, and then they like made, yeah. they like made out, and people yeah. were like, "This is a match made in hell." These uh, two well, people should like, not be with each other. As I, I haven't done more research, and I stopped watching at a certain point, but like two couples came out of there that had their own surreal, like their own shows. One was uh, Chris Flavors Knight, of Love, Flavors of Love. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the one Flavors, from right? the Brady Bunch. Yeah, the Brady Bunch and uh, Adrian Curry. Oh, Adrian yeah. Curry. That's yeah. right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is a good show. Really cared about the relationship more than I should have. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you get invested. 
But I, so no, I mean, Vanilla Ice is like all tatted up and like, I mean, he. But he was like, at one point, he was a hip hop star and everyone knew his song. And then mm-hmm. he went away and then he came back as a professional like jet ski racer. And I was like, that's cool. Is that what he does? He did for a while. I remember him doing that for a while. I mean, when you're Vanilla Ice, you just got, you know, you got, you got to have multiple. Didn't quarters. he date Madonna for a while? I don't remember that happening. I remember a very provocative picture in one of, I think it was Madonna has like a book called Sex or something. Yeah, she did a sex book. Yeah. yeah. She dated Vanilla Ice in 1990. That's cool as ice, man. Vanilla Ice, Madonna, quote, was a great lover. Oh, oh. that's good. Yeah, that's good. Good to hear. Yeah, that's what you want to hear. Uh, speaking... I will say that face to face, sorry to interrupt your transition. Face, or er, if you look at old Vanilla Ice and Dave Franco, they yeah. do look like pretty similar. They have like the same like jaw structure. Yeah, they've got that. They've got that like really nice, like chiseled jaw, skinny yeah. look. Um, I just remember Vanilla Ice just being like, when Vanilla Ice came on the scene, everyone was like, "This is ridiculous. This has to be a joke." And then uh, one week later, you were just you knew all the words to Ice Ice Baby. You just knew them all, and you didn't know yeah. how. You didn't practice them, Joey. You certainly didn't practice them. You just knew them. It was, they were just playing at all times, so it just all the time. All right, stop. Sunk into your brain and listen. Uh, well, oh, man, about these that. pictures are graphic <laughs> of him and Madonna. Yeah, are you looking at Madonna's sex book? Yeah, Madonna <laughs> yeah. used to be the business man. Good we for need her. a vanilla uh, ice movie. Yeah, uh, we do. Joey. I mean, we'll find like out. Like, maybe his one? story is super cool. I, I'm, 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 I'd be okay with more Dave Franco movies, you know, movies with Dave, yeah. like Dave Franco in it. And uh, <clears throat> Vanilla Ice seems like a someone, you know. Well, the thing is, if you lived, I mean, you guys are, <laughs> might be a little too young to remember the Ice Ice Revolution, but like, when you, if you lived through that, he was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous I mean, moment. I, I in remember. I don't know how close that was to the Ninja Turtles, but like, it's pretty I, close. Yeah. The Ninja Turtles movie. Was he's in it right? Doesn't he like it, oh, dance yeah, on stage? No. Dance on stage, and he's got like a little cameo afterwards too. But yeah. like that was a big movie for uh, the three of us, me, Tim, and Cool Greg. That's a big movie for me too. And uh, so was that song, you know? Yeah. So there you go. The answer you just answered your own question. Do you do we need a Vanilla Ice movie? No, <laughs> we don't. But Joey, two out of three of us want one, and that's all that matters for the Nick list. Uh, coming up. We do have that, but we have one more quick news story I want to talk to you guys about. Uh, this is this was a little bit old, about a week old, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. So if you guys talked about it already, let me know. But this is uh, The Gray Man is coming to Netflix. This is Netflix's largest budget movie to date. Uh, it stars Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans right. in a cat and mouse style game of like espionage. And they're hoping to make it into a series. Uh, also, it is directed by two men I've never heard of called the Russo brothers. Do you guys know, have any mm-hmm. context for these two gentlemen? How do you know any of their past like work? very indie up and comers. They do. Well, we wish them well. Of course, uh, all kidding aside, the Russo brothers who gave us the majority of the awesome Marvel movies, including Avengers Endgame. Uh, they are co-producing this through the production company and directing the first blockbuster. Uh, and it's going to be upwards of $200 million, that's, which is fucking that's bananas. A that is a lot of money. The action thriller is a deadly duel between killers Gentry, played by Gosling, uh, who is hunted across the globe by Lloyd Hansen, played by Chris Evans, a former cohort of Gentry's at the CIA. The Gray Man turned into a best-selling book series, and the expectation is that Gosling will continue in multiple installments. The project was developed years back at New Regency as a Brad Pitt James uh, with with Brad Pitt as the James Gray vehicle, but uh, or excuse me, Brad Pitt slash James Gray vehicle, but. 
uh, it stalled. The Russo brothers quietly have been developing it for years. Wait. So the idea that this might be a Netflix big budget movie series with Gosling continuing like a James Bond or Jason Bourne style role is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that's I mean, that's dope. pretty rad. I hope it all works out well. You know, it's one of those things that like, that's a tall order. And $200 million, that's a big number. Yeah, that is not small. Um, yeah. And if you remember there, but we never know with Netflix. You really don't like the the last big budget movie that everyone's that, that I remember seeing come out from them was Extraction with Chris Hemsworth. I did not watch it. Um, it looks big budget, but it looks like a very generic big budget actiony movie that yeah. would have come out in theaters, hopefully during the right time, made a little scrap and then done great numbers over <clears> in, you know, the foreign markets. Yeah. Um, but apparently they did well and it was on like the, it was like in the top 10 for a long time and Netflix says it did. Okay. So maybe they're going forward with that. I, I don't remember. Um, I don't know how the Ryan Reynolds, Michael Bay movie did six under six underground. Yeah. So um, I think it's these well. two are the top two. Uh, so Gray Man is going to be the most expensive Netflix movie. Then after that is one that's currently in production. That's 160 to 200 million. That's called Red Notice with The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. Jeez. Then after that, that is like The Irish Man. That's 159. And then after that is Six Underground. How much of The Irishman do you think went toward that, toward making Robert De Niro look two years younger? (laughs) That was so dumb. It made everyone two years younger. Nick, are you Uh, aware? Underground was 150 million. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Well, but like, how did it? Like, do they? Are they taunting? Like, are they saying it's a success? That's an interesting. Which one? Irishman fourth on the list with 183 million viewers in its first four weeks of release. Okay, so which one was that? Underground. This is Six Six Underground. Underground. Yeah. Yeah. Not a great movie, but very okay it had a really really good did you watch it i have not watched it no instead i watched i went back and watched um the olympus series oh i've heard really good things about that um which is so dumb and fun i heard that the last one is special it's barely a movie um again this is where we start this is where we start getting scared when we see bill and ted trailers we're like are we gonna is this what we're gonna do we're gonna take a a movie that well it's hard because you watch a movie that had like a hundred million dollar budget and then you can see them get to the third one and like the second one didn't do quite that well it didn't warrant the next budget Mm. so like the second one they go to london and it's like explosions all over london and then the next one is like what if we set it in the woods where it's free to shoot and we gave everyone credit and get and only had ten million dollars. What if we did that? That's kind of what it is. But we got Nick Nolte, which is good. And Nick Nolte is People still like Nick out, Nolte. which is great. They do like Nick. Nolte. Um, I, when you t- mentioned the Russo brothers, I looked them up because I was like, I wonder what other movies they directed. You, Me, and Dupree. Oh. that's a terrible movie. I yeah. hate that movie so much. <laughs> What do you, think you, you know what's funny is for a second you Wait, said what? that and I thought Drillbit Taylor. I was like, I love Drillbit Taylor. <laughs> but you be a Dupree, not Drillbit Taylor. I'm sorry, Joe, what'd you say? What a weird one. What was the connection to that? They're um, directing the gray man. Yeah. Oh, got it, got it, got it. And I was like, yeah, Oh so. yeah, they're good directors. They also did twenty one bridges. I, guess I which... didn't realize they directed that. Yeah, I don't know. You I don't mean Dupree think... or, or they didn't yeah. write or no, produce you mean it. Dupree. They didn't write or yeah, produce uh, it. So they're just guns for hire on that one. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break to let to tell you about our sponsors, the first of which is HelloFresh. Get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking fun, easy, and affordable. Uh, HelloFresh offers so many recipes to choose from each week to help you break out 
of your recipe rut. Uh, HelloFresh offers contactless delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking and with the, uh, with the family. Uh, they have pre-portioned ingredients, which means there's less prep for you and less food wasted. Uh, keep your fridge stocked by adding extra protein or sides like garlic bread to your weekly order. Uh, just a reminder, HelloFresh is committed to making fresh, delicious food available now more than ever and has taken extra steps to keep its employees and customers safe. And another little fun fact, HelloFresh has donated over 2.5 million meals to charity in, 12, in 2019. And this year, it's stepping up their food donations amid the coronavirus uh, crisis. Of course, you guys have heard us talk about uh, HelloFresh all the time. Tim and Gia use this all the time. Well, more like Gia uses it and Tim uh, just enjoys it. But hey, we can't fault him for that because uh, one of the things they're going to cook next week is this shroom and gouda pork burger with Sounds potato so wedges good. and garlic <laughs> aioli. And this is where I start. Some too? Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna try to convince We've him to get all of us. We've been trying that for a long time, Joey. I know. Never but I He's selfish here. because he likes it so much. Uh, they oh, have a great. We got a they have a great deal inside. going for you guys right now. Uh, go to hellofresh.com/slash/80morning and use code 80morning to get a total of eighty dollars off, including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. Uh, one more time, that's HelloFresh.com slash 80morning and use the code 80morning to get a total of $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, we got uh, ExpressVPN. Listen, I don't know what you do late at night on the internet, and I don't know what you're doing late at night on the internet, and I don't want to know what you're searching for, but other people might, and it's very, very easy for them to look that up. Listen, I know you're probably using that incognito browser, and you're like, I'm totally safe. No one could ever possibly know what I'm doing, but guess what? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why uh, when we're home, we never go online. Unless we have ExpressVPN, uh, it doesn't matter if you get if you get your internet from Verizon or Comcast. ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internal, or excuse me, your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see sites you visited. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Uh, most of the time, I don't even, we don't even realize that we have ExpressVPN on it. It runs seamlessly in the background and is so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, uh, from phones to computers and even your smart TV. So there's no excuses for you not to use it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Visit my exclusive link uh, at expressvpn.com slash morning, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash morning, expressvpn.com slash morning to learn more. Lastly, we got MeUndies. Listen, you guys have heard us talk about MeUndies forever. Uh, Greg's wearing them. Kevin's wearing them. Uh, Tim's wearing them. Andy's probably wearing them right now. Uh, Joey's just got our new ones. Uh, we love me undies because they're super soft and they come in all sorts of fun prints. But there's more. Have you ever seriously considered the underwear that's gracing your nether regions? You got some important stuff down there, you know. Thankfully, me undies has, which is why they've changed the game with softer than soft, sustainable undies in fun prints like unicorns and lots of colors. So you can be totally comfy uh, being you inside and out. Uh, you know what's the worst thing possible, guys? Let me ask you this question. 
an empty underwear drawer, which is what I encountered the other day because it's all dirty in the laundry. Well, good thing for you. Uh, MeUndies has you covered. They've got the MeUndies membership, which eradicates this terribleness forever. A MeUndies membership is a monthly subscription that sends new pairs right to your door so you can keep your underwear drawer stocked fresh and fun. Plus, the member access uh, with member access to site-wide savings and exclusive deals, you can easily and affordably build a quality collection of super soft undies over time. And that's one heck of an undie upgrade, if you ask me. Uh, MeUndies offers matching pairs where you and your partner can order undies with the same exact prints. In other words, match your bottom half to your better half. Also, MeUndies comes in a, uh, an available is available in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. Uh, MeUndies is a great offer right now for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off your first order, free shipping, and that 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. Now back to the show. All right, guys. What we've been watching? What you've been watching? Pull up my list. Oh, I got a lot of stuff on this. It's been like two weeks. Kevin, let's kick it off with you. What have you you been watching? Mm, 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 mm. All right. So I started because you guys recommended it. I started watching not not you guys the best friends, Pen Fifteen. Mm. Pen Fifteen. Nicholas, it's a Hulu show. <laughs> oh, ten episodes. Oh, we went right through them. It was twenty minutes each. Literally watched the whole season in like, you know, whatever the minimum amount of time you use for that. Because we were just, I think. We so were- I'm just. I'm just looking at images of it right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's about. So but it looks like it's about two high school girls with nope. braces. Nope. Two nope. middle school Close. girls. Oh, even younger. Yeah. Okay. The girls Therefore... that have just gone to seventh grade, but they're played by two adult women that are 35 years old. This is fucking great. And this is hilarious. It is great. And it also takes place <sighs> in 99, 2001, somewhere around there. So it. Uh... It uh, it reminds me of my childhood in a great way. It speaks way. to me. Yeah, um, but like the I, I think it's it's very funny, and I think that the humor is really good. Uh, okay, I highly recommend it, and it goes by really fast, so it's a fun show to just have on and kind of experience, and let's see all these awkward moments that are made more more awkward by the fact that like you know these adults are portraying these characters. So funny. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah, uh, Joey, what you been watching? So I did something, I needed to rectify a wrong in my life, similar how we talked about Saving Private Ryan, but I kind of did it in the wrong way. Um, I've never seen any of the Paddington movies, and I feel like I hear people talk about them all the time. But here, I was like, oh, it's a kid's movie. I don't really care. Uh, Alana figured out that I had never seen them. So me, Alana, and Rihanna, who works with What's Good, did like a Netflix movie party for Paddington 2. I don't know why we skipped Paddington 1, because neither we or I had seen Paddington 1. rubbish. It's well, rubbish. let me tell you, it's really good. Really? Is it really? Like, it's really good. Like, it's good storytelling, like an amazing cast. Uh, it, like, it's, it's so, it's so wholesome and like on par with like Disney, Pixar, like uh, Toy Story level kind of storytelling, but it's less, uh, like less dramatic or like really sad but it still has those elements just not less of not the dagger to the heart you know that toy story likes to put in us um it's really it's i'm like really excited to watch the first one and like it wasn't like i could figure out enough of the story of the first one to 
watch the second one. Like it, I didn't feel like I was missing out on a ton. Um, but yeah, it's Paddington the Bear and he lives with his family in London and then is trying to get this book for his aunt. And then something happens to where the police think that he stole the book. And so he has to go to jail and it's this whole thing. My God, please tell um, me he join, has to join a gang and he has to get jumped into the gang. And they're like, kill the bear. And he's like, you can't kill the bear. We're all the bear. You know what <laughs> I mean? Nick, I mean, I'm not going to tell you spoilers, but maybe you should watch it. Anyway. Uh, I, I will probably watch it. But Joe, I'll probably watch it six months from now and pretend like it was my idea. Okay, that's fine. So you recommend uh, Paddington for people? You have to rent it's, it, right? It's not. You have to rent it. So we did it on Amazon Prime. Um, and then just like started it all at the same time, but it has like a, it has Sally Hawkins in it. She plays the mom. Uh, who's the, the dad is someone who I don't remember, but is he really good. British. Peter Capaldi's in it. Like, there's a ton of like really, really. Uh, this one has uh Hugh Grant. Oh, you got me. I was trying to stay away, but you always get me with Hugh Grant. Oh, Joey's gone again. Joey's <laughs> Every gone. Time. And it's not a show unless Joey disappears. Kevin, fix my computer. I don't know what's wrong with your computer. I know. It's upsetting. You did something good. Um, I mean, can you you share your video? Because it's not putting in the right slot and everything's broken. Oh, okay. Um, It has Hugh Grant in it. Nick, if you have... Who doesn't love a fun Hugh Grant moment? I don't see any of these people in Paddington 2. Are you sure you watched Paddington 2? No, yeah. I just looked at at Hugh Grant, Hugh Bonneville. Oh, Sally Hawkins. I see her there. There's a lot, I like you're like Hugh Grant, Hugh Bonneville, all the Hughes, all the Hughes are in this. <laughs> Hugh Bonneville, that was his name who I couldn't remember. Yeah. Who's Hugh Bonneville? He plays the dad. Oh, he's I know in that guy. Downton. He's in, dude, he's oh. in Notting, Notting Hill. He's the brother in Notting Hill. Oh. And yeah. Ben Winshaw, I think, is who you're looking for. And I believe that guy's the guy that plays Q. Q. The old in the Q James or Bond the series. new Q? The new Q. The old Q died, bro. How dare you? Well, I don't know. Maybe they used How like dare you know, you. digital stuff. He died, but he was 107 years old. Oldest living man ever. That's not true. No, I made that last part up. Uh, I have been watching a movie. I watched a movie last night near and dear to my heart. uh, And I want to talk to you guys a little bit about how I watched it. Because uh, uh, Peacock launched. Oh. And they launched, of course, with, they were like, we need a fucking, guys. We need a big one. Wait, wait, wait. When did it launch? We need a big one. What's that? When did it launch? Last week. Okay. I think it last, like, launched, like, last Thursday or something like that, or Friday. They launch it and they're like, guys, we need a big movie to push this service. Okay. You know how Warner Brothers is going to do their own thing or HBO Max and then a year from now they're going to release the Snyder Cut and finally everyone's going to get around to paying for that service, which I've been watching a lot of and it's very, very weird. Uh, We need something huge, guys. What can we get on the slate right now? And they called up James Roday uh, and Dulé Hill and he, they were like, we'll make you a second psych movie. That's what we'll do, everyone. And oh, man. I'm excited to tell you guys last night. Uh, after multiple ads uh, that I had to watch over and over again because the pro- the the peacock froze multiple times for oh, me, no, I finally got right. through Psych Two: Lassie Come Home, and I cried. It's great. Lassie if you're a Psych Come fan, home. is that yeah. really the tagline or like it's, whatever? It's the tagline because uh, one of the characters, who's one of the main characters, uh, played by. Timothy Oldmanson uh, is a character named Carlton Lasseter. They call him Lassie, uh, but he actually had a stroke before the oh, first yeah. Psych movie, 
and wasn't able to take part in it aside from they got him in there a little cameo with like some video footage that they you know kind of shook up a little bit because he was having trouble delivering some of his lines he's doing better now but he's not a hundred percent yet so the whole crux of this is that the character has been shot and is bedridden in a hospital and is hallucinating and they have to solve a murder based off of his hallucinations um but it's really 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 cool to see him uh, the actual actor come back to the screen and and basically reunite the entire cast and the movie is a little bit disjointed it feels like a lot i mean they all feel like a longer episode of psych but it doesn't matter what's happening because like, they're want, all right yeah they're all in just perfect form and everyone coming back like they got everyone back they got corbin Burnson back uh they got maggie lawson back they got everyone so chief Vic is back it's great uh, why they don't make one of these movies every every year is beyond me but i guess usa networks just needs to get their shit together and start selling more to peacock but it was weird because I found the movie. I was like, I don't even know how to get Peacock. And one of the best friends that hit me up on Twitter was like, you watching this? And I'm like, I don't even know how to get Peacock. And it said the PS4 app was going to be out Monday. So I was going to wait. And I couldn't find it Monday. And then I just I just searched for it on Comcast. And it said, you can open the P- the Peacock app through co- the Comcast server. Oh. And I was like, this is not going to go well at all. And it did not go well. It was slow as shit and terrible. <laughs> um, and it stalled out on me three times. And it made me watch. Ooh. I shit you not. When it starts, it goes, please sit through these ads. <clears throat> and it's 150 seconds of ads. I'm oh, like, yeah. are you kidding me? That's a lot of ads. Wait. That's, that's a lot like, of ads. Were you, are you doing a free trial of it? or No. Peacock is free. Oh. Okay. It's like Hulu. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if so there's a, a, a pay for it. There but is here's a pay my thing, dude. Thing. I would have just fucking paid twenty bucks to watch Psych Two, the movie. I would have just given them money and not had the hassle of going through all this process. But it doesn't matter. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It makes me really miss that show. Um, and everyone, I mean, they could literally just start doing the show again. I would be totally fine with it. They, they could just step right back into it. Everyone's one hundred percent in full form. That's my opinion. Uh, what else you guys been watching before we move on to the last two, three, four weeks ago's Nick list? Uh, uh oh go ahead what do you have kev oh i uh i watched season tr- three of a show called dark it is a mm, german you show the final season on, yeah it's fucking wild that like it is extremely complicated and i deeply regret not re-watching it all um like season one two and like binging all of it beforehand but it just mm-hmm. unfortunately i just don't have the time to do that uh and like I, it did take me a little longer to watch than I wanted to. Yeah. But I just, cause it's like, who are these people? And I had to like pause, pull up Wikipedia and try to figure out who they were. And it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's been a long time and it's a complicated story, but it's really cool. It's wild stuff happens. It's about time traveling. It's a show I recommend, but it's like 30 hours of content. So like, just be aware. You're not going to just watch 10 and be like, ah, oh, it's cool. I'll watch the rest of the later. It's, it's well-made and it keeps you there. So, if you're interested in like watching it, like prepare for a journey because it's wild. Okay, uh, Joe. Any other notable things you've been watching before we move on to the Nick list? I have <clears throat> two things. One, I started watching. Uh, I just wrote it down because I couldn't remember what it was called. Down to Earth on Netflix. It's the Zac Efron like travel show. <laughs> oh, huh. yeah. That's so funny because I see Zac Efron wearing like a super pretentious bike hat and swimming through like a beautiful ocean. And the movie's yeah. uh, the show's called Down to Earth. And I'm like, is it? Are we down to Earth, Zac it's, Efron? So here's the thing. I think it's more interesting than just a travel show because they talk a lot about like sustainability and like he's very like eco conscious and stuff like that. The like guru, like kind of sidekick guy that he has in the show. I'm not really a huge fan of, I get like weird vibes from him, but whatever. Wait, what? <laughs> um, but it, can you elaborate with weird vibes? What? <clears throat> I don't know. I, I can't describe it. It's just weird okay. vibes. Um, so he might like, be a murderer though. Is that what you're saying? 
I mean, maybe it's, I'm not going to, I'm not saying, I'm not going to rule it out that option. Got it. Got um, it. But I think it's kind of cool. Like, I didn't think that I would be really interested in like, uh, like how Iceland like gets their power from like all of these waterfalls, but like I was very interested in it. Um, so yeah, it's pretty fun. Plus it's like a lot of shirtless Zach and Fran and who's going to, I mean, that's not that. bad. I mean, like, and, and that's not he... bad. Yeah. Oh, it's, he's a wellness expert. He Darren Olian is the great. other guy. I don't really care about him. I think he's kind of weird. Um, and then the second thing is not something I've been watching, but something that just dropped because of all the Comic-Con stuff that's coming out. So the Shaun of the Dead crew, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are doing this new show called Truth Seeker. Interesting. That's like a comedy, uh, like a horror comedy show about like people that are like exploring their supernatural experiences. I don't know what, I'm excited to watch the trailer after this and I'm very excited for whatever this is going to turn out on. It's going to be on Amazon Prime. Got it. Now, Kevin, you have something else written on your list that I, I was yeah. wondering if anyone had watched. Yeah, uh, I, Old Guard. What do you think about that? You keep like asking me what I've watched and then moving on to Joey before I've uh, finished. Well, I'm my trying. List. I'm going. You're going one by one. Sorry, give me one second. Back and forth, so everyone gets a chance to. Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Going back and forth. Um. Yeah. So. He's gone. Sorry. Hold He's on. Gone, my, yeah. My camera oh, is Kevin, just not not being good. It's a bad camera. Give me one second. While you figure that out, I will. I, I watched something last night that is a classic that I hadn't watched in years, and it's on HBO Max and really, really good. It's called The Witches of Eastwood. Oh! And if you've oh. never seen it, I highly recommend it. Um, it's it a good? great movie starring Cher, Michelle. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Cher, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Susan Sarandon, and uh, as well as Jack Nicholson, a great supporting cast, at least of which is Veronica Cartwright. Um, and it's that is a, a great, cast. It is a cast, and also Richard Jennings is in it, the guy that, that uh, was the dad in Step Brothers. He's in everything. Is like a great character actor. <laughs> Um, and directed by George Miller. It was his first movie he did in Hollywood after his success with Mad Max. And it is such a weird and fun and fucked up movie. Um, and I, and I, I, I recommend it. I think it's vibes cool. from this. Yeah. Very oh, definitely comes yeah. vibes. Yeah. I, very much, I think but, I'm uh, going to watch this. I think I watched. You should this, watch it. Though. I think I watched this movie when I was too young. Because like, I think I was like very young when I watched this. And it has very adult vibes to it, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean it is it is uh very intense. It's a rated R. So it's yeah. a rated R sort of like comedy, but it also it's very it, it has a, a very uh ominous undertone to it that's scary at times and really fucked up. Um it's it's one of those movies where you're like it looks like a kids movie and it looks like Hocus Pocus, but if Hocus Pocus like was about to go there. If you do, know what I'm talking about. Does it have a post credit yeah. scene? Yes, sort of. It has an epilogue. It is okay. not post credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a moment where everything kind of has, has a denouement. A yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, um, I remember being like blown well, don't spoil away. Don't spoil it for that. Joey. He hasn't seen it yet. Oh, so it's let's, the TV. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, let's. Joey, if you want to watch it, you should. I, that's something I was actually going to um, recommend we watch for the Nicholas next week. Um, just where's it streaming? Going on there. It's on HBO Max. I mean, I'd be down just because I haven't seen it in I'm a down. long time. You guys want to do that? Cool. It seems like a mix of Death Becomes Her and then Practical Magic somewhere it is more closely death becomes her but it is uh yeah it's i i i like it It, it's there's certain parts of it that obviously are so blatantly 80s and and, yeah some of it doesn't age quite well but i think the overall style and the overall message of it i think is is super cool and and fucked up and i think you know obviously you've got i mean you have Cher, michelle pfeiffer and susan sarandon as the leads what a fun crew and then you throw jack nicholson in there yeah, Jack Nicholson and playing is, like the literal devil. It's yeah. great, and he's yeah. like full blown 
crazy as crazy this. yeah, yeah. Okay. it's it's I'm a fun it. one and it's it's shot beautifully and of course john williams did the score for it so it's got a oh. very very like okay. uh like supernatural fun witch vibe to it um i'm interested to see what your guys perspective on it i'd love i'd love to watch that one for next week uh okay speaking of nick wait real, real well, quick uh i watched yeah. old guard and, oh i'm sorry yeah uh, oh. I talk about that. so i watched What'd this because greg was like dude one of the best movies i've seen like the action was amazing everything i thought it was very very okay it was almost bad so i was a little shocked uh that that reco went so like i i mean it's it's fine and it does um have cool aspects to like the the that kind of story where it's like, okay, I like some of the things you're doing because, you know, superheroes and mm-hmm. basically going around the world making changes. Um, but, like, I don't know. Overall, it just it didn't really do it for me. And mm-hmm. I thought a lot of the action scenes were, like, purposely shot really shaky to kind of hide the mediocre um, uh, choreograph, like, fights. Choreography, yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I I don't know I don't know that I, I mean, would recommend it for people like I, it's it's very fun. Joe, do you have any interest in watching the old guard? Down, I was like vaguely interested because I've seen people talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, are we thinking about maybe adding that to the Nicholas for next week? Potentially, potentially. We've down. got a couple other really fun um, fun options as well, but uh, let's keep those mm-hmm. on there. Speaking of. The Nicholas, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a few weeks ago, and thank you for bearing with us as everything has kind of been all up and all up everywhere. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had a few movies on the Nicholas that we wanted to watch. We didn't get a chance to talk about them, so we're going to talk about them right now. Those movies were All Nighter, um, Hunt for the Wilder People, Eurovision, and I have Just Mercy written down here, but I don't know if that was officially a selection or not. I did not watch it. I believe yet. that was officially a selection, but Joey did also not watch it. So okay. I'm going to so be really one... honest. I fucked up the Nicholas this week, and I only watched one of them because I which one did you watch? I watched <laughs> Eurovision. Wait, you didn't watch the other movies? I no, feel like I totally we had forgot. So long. Oh, this is I like know, and I fell asleep ago. during one, and then I forgot. I know, I don't have that long of a memory, and uh, I so, totally own up to it. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. Since two of us watched, since all of us watched Eurovision, and Hunt, and two of us watched. Kevin, did you watch All Nighter? I did watch All Nighter. Okay, let's start with Eurovision. Uh, since all three sure. of us, well, I should say all three of us attempted to watch it. Because I will be 100% guys, this is the first Nick list that I tried watching twice. And I was like, I cannot fucking do it. This Holy movie shit. Terrible. Oh, it was man. so bad. Wait, you didn't get to, you didn't finish it? I didn't even get past the, I got, the first time I got to the point where they were like, we're talking on the pier. And why does my dad hate me? No, he really wants to kill me. And then I was like, all right, I gotta watch this again. And I got all the way to the point where they're like rehearsing. And I'm like, I fucking hate this movie. I don't like this movie at all. This reminds me of when he with the last one that he did with, uh, with, oh. uh, about Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, where I'm like, Sherlock this movie Holmes. is such just, this is when Will Ferrell just goes bad when the improv doesn't work the entire movie. And it's just, they have to keep going. Cause they, they're paying him. I did not like this movie at all. So I thought the, it was unwatchable. This movie definitely has moments like that where you just you're like why do people let will ferrell do this but don't people rein him in a little bit more that being said i feel like what's her face um rachel mcadams rachel mcadams is so lovable in this movie and i just wanted her to be with will ferrell and i didn't like will ferrell's character i hated his character yeah i I agree with you she was endearing but i was like what the fuck 
why would you like i don't it made me start hating her because she loved this just yeah. totally but like you know irredeemable like that happens, character that happens and... sure but my big criticism with the movie is if you're gonna make a movie about music the music has to be good it, it can't, is. Yeah, that's making, the thing. It's not. That it first was like song the fire. was really cool, and that last song is awesome. Yeah. I could not. Get, I was like, "This is terrible." I don't I've know why they're going. I've listened to this going... soundtrack a lot since we watched this. A movie like this should have been to me. It should have been Pitch Perfect, where the arrangements and the actual production behind the did songs you... is really, really good. Well, but everything did you else, get I'm to just the like... point where it's literally Pitch Perfect, though. Yeah, there, there's no. at the party. I didn't get through. I got through about twenty minutes of the movie. And I'm, I'm like, shocked. I would I'm... rather legitimately cut one of my toes off than watch the rest of the film. So I'm, I'm shocked. I'm, I'm very, very shocked because, like, historically, you have a tendency to like movies that are not great, and like sometimes, this is a movie, and that's true. Yeah, this just did not. This did not. But like, this me. is a movie. I, that... I watched. I tried twice. I tried watching it with D. I tried watching it by myself. I tried watching it. I was like, I maybe I should get drunk for this. I don't know. It's just the first. <laughs> 20 or 30 minutes, yes. you hate Pierce Brosnan's character, you hate Will Ferrell's character, you kind of sympathize with Rachel McAdams, but then by the time they get to the thing, I was like, what the fuck, we still have to go through all that? I can't. I can't. Why would bad, they bad ever me. pick Pierce Brosnan's character? Here's or, the rule. Or, 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 Pierce Brosnan says next to anything that has ABBA music in it. And because they really? have that one clip snippet of the ABBA song, Pierce Brosnan's like, I'm in. That's fair. That what, because he did Mamma Mia? Is that why? Yeah. Yes. All right, where do we want to rank this one? It sounds like you guys are ranking this in the good bad character category, but I vehemently disagree. It should be bad bad. This movie should be the list. I want to talk the just only... a little bit more about it because, like, there's just like cause well, you're is... the one. I thought you said you had an appointment at one o'clock that you had to make do. One thirty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, I, I mean, I, it's I because I'm he... I'm shocked. Like, because I think Tim even enjoyed this movie, and it's yeah. just like I'm I'm so surprised that you didn't like keep going. No, huh. it didn't work for me. I, I mean, again, I, it's one of those where I'm like, I feel the vibe of this. I get it. It's too fucking slow. I don't like the music in this. It feels like they're making fun of Scandinavian people, which normally I'm all for. Don't get me wrong. But on this one, I'm just like, this just seems like mean spirited. And the music itself was way too. The, oh, the Demi Lovato character. So oh, funny. I saw the Demi Lovato character. Yeah, I saw her perform. Did you see her She's explode? The one that, like, get, yeah, I saw her explode, and I was like, okay. That should have been the, by the way, that should have been the beginning of the movie. They should have been like start, like they should have been in the competition and like lost. But I, I get that the, the main. Crux but I mean, of like, it to is be that, fair, like, I missed the whole people. first ten minutes of the movie because I was late coming home. Oh, so you missed them as, as little kids, and like yeah. she didn't have the ability to talk, like she couldn't talk. So I came in at what seems like a really great time. <laughs> it's. The kid, for to be fair though, the kid t- turning around and telling everyone to fuck off and like shut the fuck up. I was like, all right, maybe, maybe. But then we get to Will Ferrell. I was like, he's just not trying on this one. This one didn't hit for me. This is like Anchorman. Yeah, he was like, two category where I'm like, we don't have a real hard script for this. We're just playing it fast and loose with the improv, and it's just a waste of my time. He he was not very good. <laughs> no, he was pretty bad, and he's he's the main character, and he's just not a very likable main character. That's that was my biggest problem with it. I was like, I, I'm totally fine with the lovable idiot character. That's like the hopeless dreamer, but make him at least good at what he does mm-hmm. and just misunderstood. Or make him so fucking funny that I, I just can't stop laughing at him. But this guy was just pathetic and kind of fucked up. And Jesus, I, don't know, I didn't like it. him. <laughs> I just was like, I'm just, dude, I, I had a very, the same reaction. Like, Will Ferrell, I love him. He will always be in the pantheon of like great improv comics to me. Uh-huh. But I had the same reaction when I watched Sherlock. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? What? happened when they made this movie like how did they fucking drop the ball this badly with this but nick just so you know you missed a couple things that are like pretty like at one point he gets saved by elves 
And uh, I just good. thought there was a lot. The, also, we get the Demi Lovato character coming back as a ghost. Oh, well, there you go. I'm glad I didn't watch the rest of this movie. Where do we want to rank uh, Eurovision on the Nick list? Joey, you cut out. I can't hear you. Yeah, you, we can't hear you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm going to okay. say let's go. Hold with, up your hand for I'm, yes or no. <laughs> I'm going to go bad, bad. I'm giving it to yeah, you, Nick. Okay. This movie, like, bad, Rachel bad. McAdams wasn't enough to save this. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Joey, you've been outvoted already. Can you can hear me hear, now? Yes, we can hear yeah. you now. Where do you want to rank this movie? So here's the thing. I would say the only thing that puts it into good, bad for me is the fact that I can't stop listening to that final song, the Double Trouble song. <laughs> Other than that, I'm not willing to fight for this to be a good, bad movie. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say this. Okay. Yes. I don't think it's, I don't think it's good. I, I just it. can't, I well, can't then, put it on the, like, uh, anywhere. We're going to rank this. Bad. This is officially ranking as bad, bad. Thankful, thankfully, thankfully. If you disagree with us, let us Can know by subscribing bad, to Patreon. Category? I don't no, know. It'll, it'll be, it'll be alphabetical. Yeah, it'll be alphabetical, unfortunately, or fortunately. Well, maybe let's see Eurovision. Maybe it'll be at the top for a while. Who knows? Uh, all right. Next no. up, we have. Uh, so, Joe, you didn't watch Hunt for the Wilder People or All Nighter, right? No, okay, Kevin, let's talk quickly about Hunt for the Wilder People because I feel like that's a movie that I really enjoyed and I think people should watch. I think it's, it's a one 10, of, 10 out of ten movie. Yeah, one of the I best movies I've seen this year. I wouldn't. I wouldn't quite. I wouldn't quite put it ten out of oh, ten, I it. but I it's to me it was a really really good movie and I really enjoyed it. I thought the dynamic between Sam Neill and the kid started off super rough, and I was like, oh shit, this is not going to go well. And then they do a really good job of organically bringing them together toward the end of it. Yep. Also, it's just the way it's shot and all the all the photography in the movie is beautiful. So I, I liked it a lot. In fact, I liked it more than I liked Jojo Rabbit, and I know that's sacrilege to say, Ooh, but I, I really see, I just like. The adventuring kind for, of vibe for this me one. this movie is on par with jojo rabbit and peanut butter falcon of like feel good movies that are awesome yeah. even though like this movie has a moment where like it breaks your heart and you're just like oh yeah. don't do this like yeah, do anything else it. you don't have I to tell it. the story this way i know, you, know, you, you wrote it write this stupid you wrote writer this. why did you do this in the first act writer i don't i don't appreciate that and then he like um, and then it cuts directly to him and it's like uh all right yeah. Uh, Joe, you should absolutely watch Hunt for the Wilder People. But uh, right I'm now, I'm going Kevin to catch I... up on all of these movies. Okay. So I will have short snippets too. Kevin, let's vote right now. I say this is good, good. Good, good. Okay. If you guys are list. saying 10 out of 10, there's no way it's not. I'm I wouldn't quite put it 10 out of 10. I, I, but I, am. but I, I, I really, really sick. enjoyed it. And I think that there's not a lot. I can't really fault it for anything other than it's, I mean, it's just a. It's a good. It's a good story. It's a really yeah. good story. It's very heartfelt and it's very much a character uh, development or character drama. And it's Sam Neill in his original tongue, in his native tongue. So how can you hate that, right? Oh, he's sure. so cool. Do you follow him on Twitter or Instagram? No, I don't want. I don't want him to say something that angers me, and then I have to oh, hate no, Sam Neill. He's great. He's a Is great he? one. He just like tours you around his farm and like introduces you to the oh, animals and like sometimes plays music. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty cool. I think that the humor uh, in in. Uh... Hunt for the Wilder People is like just it's up my alley. It's a like dry, douchey humor. Yeah. It's see the thing stuff. the thing for me is like it does like see Taika's so interesting because the humor for me didn't work in Jojo Rabbit, but it does work in what we do in the shadows because that dry really I think it works more when it's in a more fantastical setting. Mm -hmm. And Hunt for the Wilder People for me, it's in the middle. Where I don't, I wouldn't say watch this movie for the humor. I would say watch it for the amazing job he yeah. does at developing the relationship between the kid and this and his this weird. It's it's person a pretty that he's story. To be around. Is what it is for me. Yeah, it's, it's a good, yeah. it's a great story. Um, and it's it's I don't think it's fair to say it's necessarily a comedy per se. 
I would say it skews a little bit more toward comedy drama. Yeah, um, sure. But I think it's I thought I thought it was really really good. I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah, and it's too. one of those where I'm like, it's one of those that I avoided watching because I was like, I know what this is gonna be like. It's gonna fucking dig inside me mm-hmm. and like get out some of the pain, and it did. And I was like, fuck you, Taika Waititi, for being so good at what you do. <laughs> um okay let's quickly talk about all-nighter um all-nighter was of course uh, a request from one of our patrons uh, back in the day about three weeks ago joe you didn't watch all-nighter and I'll, i know I'll, I'll and this go is ahead the and... most excited i've ever been for a nicholas lineup and i really fucked up and i right apologize. it's quite all right uh it's we've had some kerfuffle all over the place kevin what'd you think of all-nighter I really enjoyed it, but I'm on a what's his name the the actor Simon no J.K. Simmons J.K. Simmons high like he is phenomenal. I watched uh, I can't remember what I watched another movie with him. Oh, uh, Palm Springs, which Nick, if you haven't seen Palm Springs, oh I've seen Palm okay, Springs. Okay, cool. Did last you guys week, talk about yeah, that? Yeah, we last talked week? about it two weeks ago, very heavily. Fucking loved it. It's, I loved it's it. a great movie. Can and again, J.K. Have we not talked? Have we not ranked that on the Nicholas yet? No, no. We talked about it with Greg. Oh, he's a, talk about he's just too. a hack. Uh, we can do that for next week if you guys want, since we've all seen it. Or we can do it this week if you want. I mean, for me, it was good. Good. I loved it. I agree. Yeah, I loved it too. Good. I I was I literally um I watched that and then immediately I think well I, oh, I shouldn't say immediately the next day me and D watched Groundhog Day and I'm like oh. it's so cool that the movie is very similar. Uh, obviously pretty much the exact same premise, but the way it plays out and the way like they both are great as far as character development and they're, you know, they're more character driven movies, but the way they, the two diverge as far as like solutions to the dilemma, I thought was very clever. Really cool. I thought it was fun. Um, The movie's beautifully shot. It looks gorgeous. The whole thing kind of smacks of like a, a fantastical desert Palm Springs resort that turns to fucking hell very quickly. And I love how it starts. That's to me. I think that was that that was a genius on their part. And I read a little bit about um, uh, Groundhog Day. I was reading some of the trivia, and apparently they wanted to start Groundhog Day like that, but they didn't oh. think they could. Yeah, they didn't think that they could sell the characters like dilemma without having him not, you know, start where he started. And so I think, I think that that, that's a, that was a really good choice for them because I think doing this now makes sense, but doing it back then, it's you know. I think I think you actually get the added benefit of everyone knowing Groundhog Day, mm-hmm. and so you're Absolutely. like, cool. Yep. We don't necessarily yeah. need to start where they started. And I think that, like, basically, if I were Andy Samberg, I'd be paying Harold Ramis' estate a lot of money right now because <laughs> you fucking capitalized off that you piece of shit. No, I'm kidding. Um, I loved I loved it. I just watched. Uh, I forget the actress's name. But I just she was in uh, Wolf of Wall oh. Street, which I for some reason I'm watching like once a week now. She plays his first oh. wife. She's oh, fucking that's awesome. Right? Yeah. 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 And I uh, uh, really liked it. What's her name? I forget. Uh, Kristen Malati. Yeah, she's great. She she's great really because she's, it. yeah, she's a really good. Wait, so, um, <laughs> what's up? Uh, no, I just remembered we still haven't ranked All Nighter. <laughs> We just oh, went on a oh, tangent sorry. there. I'm sorry. We said, well, let's yeah. rank. Well, let's quickly rank. Uh, 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 Palm Springs. Palm Springs. I oh. think it's good. Good. Oh, I, good, I, I good, good, good. Good. Yeah. I thought it was great. I think Andy Samberg, when he's good, he's great. It's yeah. so fun watching him, and he has such a good. He's done such a good job. He's matured as an actor, so he's not. He can really switch that goofiness over to really heartfelt, fucked up drama uh-huh. very quickly, and use it to to really get across the drama. I thought he did yeah. a great job at this, and I thought the whole cast and J.K. Sims was fucking great in this as well. The whole cast was even the uh, the the brother and the and the daughter. Or the brother and the, the bride as well. That was brother. also Jesus, the, the groom and the bride. The, the production company that did that is uh, Lonely Island Production. Yeah, and they also did Pen Fifteen. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. 
All right, uh, back quickly to All Nighter before we wrap this up. Um, I did not like this movie at first. And I was like, this is a bad, bad movie. And then <laughs> at, when we got to the end of it, I was like, you know what? I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that movie. I mm-hmm. don't think it was a waste of time. I don't think it was great. I think um, the the situations they put them in are a little too kind of paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, I would have liked, like Emil Hirsch's character was just kind of annoying the entire time until you get to sort of the end. But I think it had, I think it finished strong in the third act, strong enough at least for me to want to rank it as good, bad. I think that the dynamics uh, involved, like J.K. Simmons, so good, and I feel like he, like he, you know, causes Emil Hirsch to grow in a good way, and yeah. I, like I like the dynamics. I'm saying good, bad. I would have liked to have seen him, J.K. Simmons, a little more flawed up front, because mm-hmm. right, because that was my big problem. Is I was like, this guy has nowhere to go. He's perfect, except he's a little overbearing. And then of course we get into some of the issues later. But right. I wish we had have seen those up front, because I think him him being flawed and Emil Hirsch being flawed in the opposite direction would have been a really fun setup for me. I thought uh, they didn't quite get that across in the first act. Though. I thought they did a decent job show like showing Emil Hirsch complain about things where it was like, yeah, mm-hmm. the daddy is kind of just being an asshole. So like, because I yeah. in that sense I thought. Maybe like Emil Hirsch is like, he's clearly a, like a little douchey hipster, but like right. he's also like he's being respectful. And J.K. Simmons was like just shitting on him from the beginning. So I kind but of he wasn't sh- he wasn't shitting on him enough because if oh, I went out with my daughter and her new boyfriend and he was as annoying as Emil Hirsch, I would probably react no, exactly. Dude, if, I, I can't fault J.K. Like, Simmons for acting that badly. Hey, do you want to drink? He's like, oh no, I have a like a, a thing I can't drink and. He's just like, no, you don't. Come on, just keep, just drink. And it's like, that's fair. No, dude, like, fuck off. Like, I'm telling you, I have a stomach condition. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, the first few accidents, the first couple accidents worked for me, but by the third act, I was like, I like this. It was mm-hmm. fun. Uh, okay, next week, here are some of your suggestions over on Patreon.com. People have backed us at the five dollar or above level, and they've given some great suggestions this week. Uh, Marky B from Tennessee says, "My Nicholas recommendation is The Running Man, available now on Amazon Prime for free." Arnold Schwarzenegger is at the height of his powers in this post-apocalyptic historical film. It's a fun Saturday afternoon watch. I I don't know how if it's a historical film, ladies and gentlemen, but it is. I will agree it's a fun Saturday afternoon watch. Also, uh, Marty B. from Tennessee. I don't know if you know this or not, but it's based on the Stephen King novel, which he wrote under a surname because he thought his, his editor told him that uh, he's known for horror, and if you write sci-fi, people aren't going to want to read it. Oh, actually, it was either that or like he was going to come out with two books in one year, and they were like, "You can't fucking do that. That's crazy." So What's he wrote the title again, "The Running Man." Uh, Joey, it's fucking. Oh. It's a weird movie. <laughs> it's great. So yeah. it's it's about a reality show where people fight to the death. Oh, and, Arnold, and it's basically prisoners. Yeah. Like you go on the on the Running Man, and if you like get free, you get to you get your sentence. You're, yeah, you're free, and you get to go I... to whatever. I've seen bits and pieces of this, but never all at once. It's I, great. It's it, it pairs Arnold Schwarzenegger once again with Jesse the Body Ventura. It's fucking great. This I, might have come out before Predator. I don't remember much of it. I just remember the hot room and like it's. I've always been scared of being in that situation. Like when he's That's in the, the room, that gets hotter and hotter. Somehow, mm, it I don't like glows that. orange. I I don't know. No, I don't think it's that's the running. You might be thinking of something else. There's a room where he has to like. There's a guy with a flamethrower. That tries oh, to come after I remember after that him. too. But I, I thought. Well, I would love to watch that next week. Maybe if you guys wanted to. Um, but we uh, already another... have. Sorry, real quick. We already have three things on the Nicholas. Okay, so we can we hold can that just... one. Do we want to hear more and then make it? Let's sentence? hear more and then we'll sure. decide. Uh, Christopher recommends Stardust. He says Stardust is a great adventure movie based on a movie by Neil Gaiman. Uh, it stars a young Charlie Cox, who was Daredevil, and uh, an evil witch. 
uh, is played by Michelle Pfeiffer. It's lighthearted and an all-around fun time. It is a really fun movie. And yeah. Robert De Niro plays a great pirate character in it. Great pirate character. Uh, next up, Chauncey says, hey, screen and casters. Uh, hope things are well. This is a suggestion, suggested viewing for the Nicholas Psych 2, Lassie Come Home. Uh, he <laughs> says, the boys are back and, ma- and making up nicknames by the dozen. They didn't lose a beat, and it's fun as always. Uh, way ahead of you, Chauncey. Loved it. I don't know if I don't know if Kevin and Joey are going to be really that bought into the Psych franchise at this point, but I am right there with you, and I think they can make one of these every week uh, for 24 weeks and then just say, hey, that's season nine. I do happen. kind of like the idea of us putting Psych 2 on it. Me having never watched any episode of Psych ever. I'm, you I'm will the, not <laughs> like it. You won't like it. I, I'm the opposite I, I think way. you'll. Yeah. I'll watch. Yeah. I'll have to rewatch. I'll like watch the whole series. And I think I've seen two seasons of Psych. Maybe three. Yeah. Um, it, this will not make a lot of sense for you unless you're a diehard Psych fan. It's not their okay. best work only because it's a little disjointed. but And also because like there's been a lot of plot progressions in Psych. And so when you get to this one, you're like, why do they call it psych? And they know you're not going to really know. Uh, but <laughs> it's the back and forth between uh, uh, I hope I'm saying his name right. I never, I never said it out loud before. Dulé Hill. Is that how you say his name? And James Rodé Rodriguez mm-hmm. is his new name. Um, the back and forth with them is just as sweet as ever. And it's all just nothing but 80s references. Wait, what do you mean new liked. name? Uh, James, like, well, Rodé uh, used to go by James Rodé, but his actual name is James Rodé Rodriguez, and uh, he came out with a statement two weeks ago or last week saying, "You know, when I first got into acting, I thought there, I felt some prejudice against having the name Rodriguez, which is a Hispanic last name." He goes, "So I dropped it and went with a more, uh, you know, Anglo name, which is Rodé." And he goes, "And I've always felt bad about that." So on Psych Two, in his credits, he's now James Rodé Rodriguez or uh, JRR, as I'm calling him. Oh, I like that. And I think it's awesome. I think it's great that he did that. Or he yeah. felt comfortable doing that. Um, and of course, whatever these guys could do, no harm. They've given me so much love uh, or so much so much great entertainment over the years with Psych. I love them very much. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Jeremy Z has our final suggestion today. He says, if you guys want uh, more J.K. Simmons, I highly recommend Whiplash. He's, pre- he's pretty much plays an uncensored J. Jonah Jameson uh, who is in charge of a college jazz band. Uh, the movie is also has some phenomenal drumming in it. Yeah, if you guys have not seen Whiplash, you have got to watch Whiplash. I but I'm pretty sure all three watch. of us have. I, I really yeah i've always oh, wanted to I either. that is a jk simmons classic right there um if you guys find me we could put that on for next week if you want that's the to. one that has uh what's his name in it it's right? miles, miles teller, teller. Is the lead. yeah oh and it's damien chazelle too i forgot mm, we have that. to rent it though here's what we'll do because i like i like the idea of watching um i like the idea of Give watching the man Mommy, we should watch Just Mercy because we've been telling people we want to watch that. Which is a yeah. beast book I think you guys would love. Old Guard, I'm not, I'm not like I super it. into I'm watching that. It's not, it's not, it's not a. We can, we, you know I mean? we can nix Old it's Guard. Not worth watching. Yeah, and I would put on either Whiplash, The Running, or The Running Man for that. I say we do Whiplash because I've always wanted to see it. Let's do Whiplash. How okay. about that? What do you I think, mean, Joe? Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So next week is Just Mercy, Witches of Eastwick, and Whiplash. And that's it for the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us. It's been a little bit longer. We had to catch up because we haven't been together. We'll be back next week. Uh, remember, if you guys want to suggest more things for the Nick List or just review some of the movies we reviewed on the Nick List last week uh, so we can hear your opinions on it, go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny and back us at the fan tier or above uh, or the bronze tier or above. Uh, and we will hear and read all of those, and I'll bring some up into the show. Uh, of course, if you're watching this on Amazon Prime, hey, 
or uh, excuse me, Twitch. You have Amazon Prime, Twitch Prime. Let's go. Give us that subscription. It's free for you, five for us, and it keeps us in Starbucks heaven. Uh, and of course, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to podcast services, hey, make sure you subscribe and rate us accordingly. We love you very much. Kevin, Joey, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, the beanie was a mistake. It's very hot in this room right now, so I'm going to take that but off. But you look cool. We'll... Thank you. you look cool. Your head is almost the whole frame that I have right now for you. Top to bottom. It's my way. It's my way of being able to slink down a little bit and still not, and yeah. still have the appropriate room. Uh, guys, we love you. We'll see you online. Bye.